At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey everybody, this is Crank, also known as the White John Coffee. I'm a big pain in the when ass. I'm not busy servicing my four or cleaning up after my four tax deductions. Or being a pain in the I ass. Listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast, and so should you. Don't forget to support his sponsors, because hey, let's face it, the guy's not that talented, and he needs all the help yeah. he can get. Now here he is, your host, the one, the only. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Monday through Friday at about this same time. Very, very simple. If you want to get the show in the moment, as it happens live from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. It happens on Twitch. Well, I don't even know what that is, Eric. It, it's a place online to get the show live. That's that's it. That's all it is. You just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You could also go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. It's the same thing. And then you see it. Um, usually on the live stream, at least once or twice a week, I will have a disastrous technological meltdown where I forget to uh, turn the volume on something or I leave the volume up on something while I'm talking. It's not perfect. It's, and the reason why it's not perfect is because, uh, only my hands and mind are involved in getting this thing out to the masses. When I say masses, I mean a few dozen of you. And that usually results in some degree of hilarity. And then I get upset and scream and yell. That's how I do that. Then I take the audio and I post it wherever you download podcasts. And it will show up and then you can download it. And listen to just the audio if you choose. Or go back on the Twitch uh, Twitch feed and watch it later. The replay. Kent, you can do that. Can't drop the E out of you. Good to see that you're here. Big sale going on at uh, Johnson's Carpet One in March, I understand. Aha. We'll get to that a little later. I know you're all waiting with bated breath. 
about me teasing something coming up about a big sale. Who wouldn't be for crying out loud? Thank you to the Duchess. She just subscribed to uh, her tier one uh, subscription for four months. I don't know why. I'm, I'm always, whenever I see things happen that I know are terrible, and then I get the impression that what I was seeing did in fact get over. People were like, oh yeah, that's that was great. That halftime show was an absolute abortion. And I, oh God. And I'm like, please don't, don't let everybody fall for this. And did they? Yes. You all fell for it. When I say that, it's because of the various comments. And I see some of you right now that are saying, oh no, it was like Amanda. It was like, oh no, I, I loved the halftime show. Ugh. Um, I don't know, something about no one actually playing instruments. At one point, there was a guy playing the drums who I think that that sound had to be, you know, miked. But the guys playing the guitars were not playing the guitars. Dre played the piano for a little bit. And then Dre was turning knobs. Did you see that one moment? You know, because he's... Uh, more known as a producer. So, uh, Eminem is doing, you know, his uh, most popular song, Lose Yourself. And they have Dre at a fake mixing board with uh, an entire, like, feet, like yards of knobs. And his back is to the audience with a chair for some reason there there's a chair there in case he wants to sit down for the mixing so stupid god was that terrible it's like why is he even there he already rapped uh why the fuck was fitty hanging upside down of all the people that you don't want to be hanging upside down, it's Fitty. Because he's fat as fuck. He could have brought the whole house down. He is absolutely round now. All right, so they get him upright. I didn't know that he was... Was he supposed to be there? I don't, I don't remember that being promoted. That fit was he the guest? I always saw that you're supposed to bring in someone who's like uh, really um, not really uh, part of the group. You know, you it's like fish out of water. You have all these hip hop stars, and then you bring in like uh, Carlos Santana to shred a guitar solo or or uh, Jimmy Page. But they don't even get. Uh, care anymore about the old people like oh, oh you fucking idiots gonna bet but you should have brought neil fucking young that now that would have been the shit if they brought neil young out there oh my god and uh what was it what's Joni mitchell brought her ass out there and graham nash so yeah i, I and then uh mary j blige I, I, you you all were like oh god she's such a beauty and she's 51. Yeah, yeah, I know. Dress like a 51-year-old, for fuck's sake. She looked like a fucking character in The Mandalorian. That was terrible. 
I don't even know anything about Mary J. Blige. And they're like, oh, she's a legend. Is she? Is she really a legend? I don't think any one of those people are legends, in my opinion. I thought it was horrible. It was uh, um, big on set and dancing and lip syncing. The one moment when Eminem is uh, like he pulls his microphone away from his face and you can still hear him singing loud and clear. Oh, God. Oh, it was terrible. Kent loved it. I think everyone loved it. All of you loved that uh, dumpster fire. But the only thing that I enjoyed was seeing Snoop smiling and having fun. That dance that he does is uh, absolutely great. Kent says, Dr. Dre, absolute legend. Kate says, my God, you're such an old man. Amanda says, that was a backup track, but he was singing live. Everyone loved it except for old people. Snoop, absolute legend. Eric, your Hudsonville is showing. That is saying that I am a racist right there. I was just called a racist. Um, pretty much everybody thinks I'm an asshole because of that. Um, uh, Jason Schaefer says, anyone notice there were no social justice messages on the helmets? Yeah, I did notice that. And I don't know what happened. When did they stop supporting that? I'm not sure what's going on there. Before I talk about the game, we need to talk about this commercial. The Uber Eats commercial was fantastic. Wait, if it was delivered with Uber Eats, does that mean I can eat it? <laughs> oh no. Eats it. Eats it is a reference to Gollum, I think, from Lord of the Rings. The fact that these people are getting all their uh, whatever it is delivered to their house and now they can eat it. This is the chick from all those movies um like uh, uh Best in Show. I forget her name. She's hilarious. Wait. If it was delivered with Uber Eats, does that mean I can eat it? Oh no. Oh no. Prop food. Do not eat diapers, it says. Of course, they have to put that on there. Oh, no, eat. No, no, it's a diaper. No, no. Uh, we got to be, you know, we got to have interracial couple here. This is what, this is the world we live in. Of course, it's an interracial couple. Oh no. It's time to eat. It's a diaper. Everybody's going to try this. This is going to be the, as soon as I saw this part where the guy's pouring the dish detergent in his face, uh, that's going to be the next challenge. So all the stupid kids are going to do this. That's been bad. Oh my God. And then this is fantastic. I, you know, I, she just won points. Mm. When Gwyneth Paltrow, this candle smells like my vagina. This candle tastes funny. Oh, that's great. She just ate her own vagina. That's what just happened. This guy's eating his kitty litter. Not bad, but funny. And thanks to Uber Eats, we don't even know. What's this guy's name? Trevor Trevor Noah? Is that his name? What food is anymore? 
Now <coughs> this is your food. <laughs> we can't eat most of this. Yeah, we can't eat any of this. Why would we? Why would we? That bag's a liar. Yeah. I just got so excited. Okay. That's it. In my opinion, uh, that's the best commercial. That was excellent. I like the Larry David one, too. I think that was for, um, what the fuck was that for? Like uh, some wireless service or something like that. I don't know. It was great. I loved it. Um, Crank says, so Uber is going to deliver non-food items. I get it. I get it. Are you saying, I get it? Or are you saying, I get it? Is that snark? Or is, oh, hey, that's cool. I can't tell in text. The cynical side of me is always like, you, you didn't like that commercial. Okay, he says, yeah. Uh, no, wait a minute. Yeah, so I'm not sure. If that's the best, our standards have truly fallen, says Nick. No, you you see, you know, what I'm getting at is, did I laugh at it? Did I find it funny? Will it make me remember it? And obviously, it worked. I'm talking about it here, and that's all that they care about. They don't care about anything other than, will you remember it? And off the top of my head, that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, you see, WingsGuy71 says play the Lay's commercial. I don't even know what that means. I don't recall it. Uh, Kenny says, worst part of the Uber Eats commercial was not being able to tell my little girl why I was laughing so much. Exactly. Uh, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, is that who that is? Is that what I said? I don't even remember. The one with the candle? She ate her own vagina there. That's the joke. It's excellent. I still do not know what crypto is and how it works. Uh, More indications that I am tragically old. Is it so bad that you all understand what's going on with cryptocurrency? Like you get it. You understand how that works. I've, I've actually taken time to read up and then my mind, like the, uh, you know, it, it doesn't connect. It doesn't work. I don't understand. I don't understand cryptocurrency and I don't understand uh, NFT, which I just heard that term like one and a half months ago. And then upon hearing it, I said, I don't know what that is. And then so I looked it up and read about it. And I understand that less than I do cryptocurrency. It is the world is leaving me. That's what's happening here. It is becoming uh, apparent that this is a young man's game and there is no place in the world for me. And then lately I've been having a thought. I mean, my God. How long will I be able to do what I'm doing right now? Talking for a living. How long will an old fuck be able to keep anyone's attention? This is going to dry up. 
I mean, there's plenty of years left that I have to earn to be able to support this family. At 51, 52 in July, you know, uh, that's that's 15 more years minimum of earning. Uh, I might need to go and think about a career change because am I going to be 66 and a half years old barking into a microphone like an asshole? I am not even kidding. I think I need a plan B. Now, there's some thoughts in my head about uh, various uh, voice things online that I could that I could pull off. Uh, I don't know. Kate says, there's plenty of old fucks on radio podcasts. You'll be okay. Yeah, maybe. I just sometimes get antsy about my future. You know, I have like a fucking anxiety uh, attack, you know. I've thought about uh, since I've been uh, cleaning the NFK's asshole about uh, uh, going to nursing school. Nurses, brainless sluts, you know, and kind of like uh, that would be like regular work on top of this. That would mean I would have to pull back to some degree. Uh, but I don't know. I'm just kind of like thinking about my future. Uh, Amanda says, you got a CDL now, your commercial driver's license. Yeah, there's that too. But I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, that's a that's a good backup Right now. But yeah, I don't know. I might want to be a nurse. Diana's thinking about being a teacher. Like, we found out that there is such a need for teachers that what they do now is, I mean, she already has a college degree and uh, and some master's work, but what, what they do now is um, there is an accredited school that you do it all online. And if you want to be a teacher... You just uh, go online and it takes you a couple of years and uh, you're a teacher. And she's like, but, you know, I don't want to do that because she's going to be 55 years old. She doesn't know. She's, you know, we're at this weirdo spot. Do we? Do we not? Aram is saying, dude, get a grip. You're growing in popularity. Yeah, I know, but I always look way down the road. I'm trying to dig my well before I'm thirsty, you know? I don't know. It's just me. Uh, here be rabbit, which I think is Trevor, right? I haven't seen you in a while here. Is Eric off his anxiety meds again? No, still on him. Doing, doing great. Kate says, is she an online type of person? Some people can't take online classes. I prefer in-person learning. Well, yeah, I don't know. Kyle says, I hear there's going to be an opening on morning radio at uh, an alt-rock station. I think it's pretty much just a rock station. Apparently, one of the hosts is getting fired this year. Yeah, uh, I think I think our boy Joe is back today. So that is good. Uh, they'll kind of like smooth that over, sweep it under the rug. And that's it. Uh, the resetting the days since another on-air meltdown has occurred. Calendar to zero. We'll start counting, keeping our eye on that. I think we clanked one off the goalpost, off the upright with that one. 
But uh, welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. I know that's a long welcome. I've got so much more that I'm getting to, to be sure. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, the show, as I said, is on Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor Facebook, where I am 24 days away from my latest suspension being lifted. Follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. I have, uh, speaking of Facebook, the Zaniacs are in the crosshairs for some terrible behavior on Zaniacs United. I have to get to that. My God, there's a lot of things going around in my brain that I want to talk about. Holy shit. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Zane Show, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, the almighty YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. Brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss. Thank you very much. Megan says, holy shit, you got banned again? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, I sure did. Uh, I was. It was a discussion. This is how Facebook works. It's so dumb. Um there was the discussion about the stupid truckers uh, blocking the ambassador bridge in Detroit, which I think that is now over because they took all their trucks. They arrested them all and uh, took their trucks as well as they should have. In my opinion, they should auction them off and then keep the money and help their fair city. And then these scumbag Canadians and in some cases, Americans, uh, will be out of work, and that is a good thing. Truckers who want to work and not be assholes should have those trucks. And apparently those dicks are going to start to do this shit here in the U.S. And uh, same thing I hope happens. Take their fucking trucks and lock them up. Lock them up. Lock them up. Um, Where the fuck was I going with that? Oh, and so I suggested that we bomb the truckers on the Ambassador Bridge. I said, I hope we bomb them. And that's all it took. Facebook saw that. I noticed that when I fired the crack off, I, it didn't post. I went, uh-oh. And then half an hour later, big red exclamation point with the, in a stop sign. You've been blocked. This is what has to happen on Facebook going forward. I will post a post. Like, hey, here's a headline, here's a snarky joke, here's the story, here's a picture of it. I cannot make, I have to ban myself uh, from any engagement on there. Like if someone says, hey, Eric Zane, you're an asshole. I have to avoid any interaction. Like make a across-the-board appeal to myself to not answer any of the comments everybody else can comment but i cannot comment or i'm dead the uh i am on i am seriously i am on a most wanted poster in the facebook world okay so all right more on the uh on the freaking game as soon as 
Stafford and the Rams started to get in the weeds. It's remarkable. Bill Simonson started to chirp. He had been quiet the whole game, especially the first half. Uh, Ding Dong was quiet as both quarterbacks were crushing it. Then, as time started to pass and Stafford uh, started to struggle, um, Bill started to chirp. First, he wrote, thoughts on the first half. This is after Odell Beckham Jr. went down. Everybody weighs in, you know, all right. The Stafford will start tossing picks shortly, always does. He actually did. Uh, Stafford, I think, was uh, tied for the league lead in, in picks this year. Shortly after that, Bill wrote, when uh, OBJ went out, Stafford started to look very average at quarterback. So he had been waiting for that. Now he's he's going to strike. Uh, at this point, the Bengals had taken the lead in the game. They started the second half with uh, just on fire. Bill continues to lean into it with great quarterbacks find a way to win in big games. Some guy replied with, dude, fuck off. And Bill wrote, you mad? Your boy and his Rams team are getting outcoached and outplayed by the Bengals. Put away your number nine jersey. If he doesn't bring them back to win, he'll stay as a second-tier quarterback in the NFL. Some guy wrote, shut up, Bill. McVay being outcoached and Stafford has no one left to throw to now that they can triple cover Cup. Bill said, oh, so now it's because OBJ got hurt. Rams have tried way too much to run in this game. I've tried to run way too much. So, you know, I'm just sitting there watching. You see, unlike Bill, Bill always does this. He starts like uh, throwing dirt on somebody before it's even over. And, you know, the ultimate thing was when Bill started throwing dirt on Stafford before the frickin' uh, season even started. Um, when Bill wrote, when OBJ went out, Stafford started to look very average at quarterback. I wrote, when Stafford began looking average, you started tweeting. Great quarterbacks find a way to win in big games. I wrote, yeah, thanks coach. Great radio hosts find a way to not look dumb on Twitter. And then it happened with six and a half minutes to go as he's done his whole career. Uh, whether leading the dumpster fire lions or during the playoffs this year, Stafford led them back. He, he got them in a position. They started to get some momentum where they struggled through most of the second half, but the game is a long ass game. And when it counted, he came to fucking life. Okay. Between big defensive plays by the Rams and Cooper cup showing why he was the offensive player of the year. Uh, get the ball in that fucker's hands. On that uh, on that short play where they picked up the first down, they did that end around with Cooper Cup. That was fantastic. And then they started feeding him the ball as best they could, and they started to get themselves into uh, into contention. 
that they would have a sniff at the end zone. And then the refs, the refs said, all right, let's do this. We are sick and tired of, uh, of Bill Simonson bashing Matt Stafford. So let's start throwing some flags as well as they should have, you know, I mean, those were penalties. They were more minor penalties than you might see at other points in the game, but they were penalties nonetheless. So anybody who's saying that the refs gave it to Matt Stafford, you're an asshole too. Because if you recall earlier in the game, when Jalen Ramsey was grabbed by the face mask of whoever that fucker is who caught the ball and and ran for the fucking touchdown, that was absolute bullshit. It was sneaky too. Did you see it? I know the refs didn't see. The ref was right there, and he reached around and grabbed his face mask. He just yanked his head almost off. And the guy goes, hey, there you go. Guy goes flying. It was crazy. And then he caught the ball, and Ramsey's like, what the fuck did I? I mean, are you serious? How did you, mi- how did you miss that penalty? My head whipped around. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, but they missed that one, so fuck it. I mean, if that if that play didn't happen... Uh, it's, a, it's a different story on that game. So I, I think Lions fans need to look at the fact that last year, that was your quarterback. And for that, the fact that they made that trade, because this doesn't always work out, but I think that that's, uh, I mean, it's not, nothing's guaranteed. You, you make a, uh, you, you mortgage your future by giving away all these great draft picks the Rams did. And, and their quarterback, who was is good, good enough to lead them to a Super Bowl one time. And I think Jared Goff, uh, I mean, he's finally started to get his legs under him at the end of the year for the Lions. So he, he's fine for what the... I think that trade was still a fantastic trade for both teams. The Lions are going to improve. If they, if they take even one little step backwards next year, then, that's, that's, then they got the fucking raw end of the deal. Okay, there, there's still a lot of moving parts on their end of the trade. But for the Rams, it was just get Stafford in there, mortgage your future, and go win the fucking Super Bowl. And they won the Super Bowl. It's incredible. That is absolutely great. And I do not buy all of the drama that went down because people rooted for the Rams. Fuck yes, they rooted for the Rams. Matt Stafford is a wonderful human being. He's one of the nicest guys in the league. Okay, he's always sitting there with this, uh, with his daughters, who are an a- her absolute, uh, uh, they look just like their mother. They're absolutely beautiful. And he's sitting there in the press conference surrounded by his little girls. I mean, that guy's fucked, if you think about it. Uh, because, you know, three daughters, that is, fuck, that's going to be the hardest thing. When they get just a little bit older, it's already probably chaos. Thank God you're super rich. You can have a nanny or two or three. You probably need four, a team of four nannies per girl. Okay. Had he been just a normal guy and not an NFL quarterback worth millions of dollars, when you have three daughters, you know, really strange thoughts enter your mind. You know, um, you're constantly driving by lakes. And you're like, I wonder what would happen if I made a left at the boat dock and just kept going. That I mean, that's what that's what happens. And uh, of course, most banish those thoughts. Some don't. That's terrible. It happens. Well, you know. So Matt Stafford has his work cut out for him. 
first of all, the wife's a, a handful to begin with. Uh, she's kind of like, uh, she's really her own lady. She's, she's kind of really rules the roost. And uh, that, that's cool in my eyes. You got you to gotta beat the shit out of the man. You got to make him humble. And three daughters. So, you know, being the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, which is a horrible, horrible existence, for 12 years, uh, three daughters and a really aggressive wife. I mean, that is horrible. There are people that are living in poverty in like uh, shithole countries that feel bad for Matt Stafford during those years. They're like, oh God, I know I got it bad, but Matt Stafford is, that is, that is an absolute shit show there. I'm glad I'm not him. That's in fact, in the Sudan, uh, that's, that's the rallying cry. They've got Matt Stafford's face on a flag. And, uh, whenever they go months without food and water, they say it could be worse. We, we could be him. And it was all from when he was on the Lions. But now that he's on the Rams, it's just remarkable to think that that, that that trade did exactly what they wanted it to do. They, they wanted, they, it had to be win the Super Bowl, not go to the Super Bowl, not do well in the playoffs, not lose on a last second kick in the Super Bowl, win the fucking Super Bowl. And they did. Now they had help. Um, it's not all Matt Stafford, Beckham Jr., uh, Von Miller, key acquisitions on that team. And if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you almost pulled it off. It's a good thing OBJ got injured. That was huge. Um, but, you know, because they kind of change your game plan. They they really only have one um bona fide threat receiving the ball and their run game was doing nothing. So when it get da- got down to six and a half minutes, it was pretty much cup Stafford. That trade boiled down to the last six and a half minutes of that game. And the two best players on that side of the ball at that time responded. So I think oh, that was huge. And it was a great game. Very, very happy with how that went. And I'm happy for Matt Stafford. I really am. All these, getting back to my point, everybody giving the Lions fans who root for Stafford shit and buying their, um, those, those t-shirts that have the lion with the Ram, the lion logo with the Ram head. And everybody's like, Oh, this is a disgrace. This is terrible. Why? He's a nice guy. It's, it's a, it's a joke. And if you're a Lions fan, I mean, my God, that is all that we have. I mean, seriously, it's been so dark around that franchise. So fuck it. I mean, that's, that's fun. It's just a fun. Why is it a problem to root for someone? Why is that a disgrace? Only stupid meatheaded, uh, uh, sports talk radio twats like bill have a problem with it. Who cares? It's fun. And then that uh, guy who has the, uh, some dude who has a store in Metro Detroit, who got those t-shirts. Everybody's like giving him shit. But meanwhile, he's fucking a license to print money because people who like to have fun with it were buying the shirts and good for them. If I had, if I had any uh, uh, way to get down there and get one, I would have gotten one. Fuck yes. That's cool. 
I wanted the Bengals to win the game, but I just, I'm just happy for Matt Stafford. So any meat-headed sports talk dick who has a problem with someone rooting for the Rams is just that. A loudmouth jackass. Shut the fuck up. My God. All right. Dennis G says, rooting is one thing, but thinking Detroit has some sort of place in this is ridiculous. Well, what do you mean? They made the trade. If the Lions don't make that trade, this doesn't happen. So what's wrong with that? What are you talking about? Wings guy 71 says you wouldn't cheer for an ex who broke up with you and just married. Well, that's different. That's a marriage. This is football, dick. Lions fans going crazy. I don't think anybody's going crazy over Stafford winning are embarrassing. I don't No one's partying in the street, jackass. It's just cool. It's a good story. Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. You're worse than Bill. Adam says, I thought he had four daughters. He has four daughters? Stafford asked to be traded. So what? That, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in any of this. He's still a nice guy that people like. You dickheaded fucking sports Lions fans who sit there and say, we gotta hate him. We... He's on the he's on another team, so we gotta hate him. Fuck that guy. Shut up. Ugh. Kenny says that trade is shows that the front office is also a huge problem for Detroit. Easy cheetah. That trade has not yet come back um, for the Lions. It can't, ding dong, because they haven't made the draft picks yet. Yeah, I think he does have four daughters. Well, that is, that is, oh my God. Thank God he won. That is so good. Jason says, I used to get pissed when players weren't, quote, loyal. Then I saw draft day and money ball and it made sense. All right. So that's it. I'm happy for Stafford. And I think all you jackasses who aren't in like uh, whatever it is you're doing at this time concerning this football game is just silly. Come on. Kyle says, yeah, Kenny, they need to draft another tight end or a place kicker in the first round. Then we'll see what happens. Yes, that's true. I hope they don't do that. I don't think they will. I like the direction. You know what also is key? Brad Holmes who was the guy who was uh, the, the chief scout or whatever the fuck he was or assistant to the GM or GM of the Rams. I don't even remember. He is one of the guys who um, uh, was part of the building blocks process of the Rams. And he is now the general manager of the Lions. Black man, by the way, diverse team. Just getting out in front of that. And uh, so, and he drafted Panay Sewell. And he also uh, drafted uh, Amon St. Ra. Is that his name? The receiver who really had a terrific back half of the year. And Panay Sewell is, you might as well just pencil that guy in for a nice 
12 to 15 year career at offensive line, considering he was 20 when he got to Detroit. Detroit is probably going to draft one of two edge rusher, uh, rushers. The, the kid from uh, Michigan, is it Aiden Hutchinson or the kid from Oregon? That's enough football. Enough. It's over. Flush it. Today on the huge show, Ding Dong is probably going to have a temper tantrum because everybody's going to bust his balls as they should. Now he moves on. In fact, I think there was uh, some discussion Kids over wins any day of the week. Uh, there's Stafford playing with his daughters, having a good time. That, that's another reason why I love Matt Stafford. He just seems like a nice, friendly guy. Well, you know, he's playing with his daughters. The bar is set low for NFL players. Adrian Peterson, uh, leaving L.A. to fly to Texas. Orange Peanut gets in a fight with his wife. And then they turn the plane around. And the cops come in and arrest Orange Peanut. And now, I don't know what happened, but it's a domestic issue. I, he, I think he got violent. The cops are saying he got violent with his wife on the plane. They turned the plane around. <laughs> Can you imagine getting in a fight with your wife and then the plane is heading towards uh, the spot where it takes off on the runway and then you feel the brakes seize up and then the thing fucking turns and you're like oh no that's because of me oh no oh shit the cops arrest his ass uh the the store in detroit called the d line uh has already uh dove into this with hoodies that have the ram Lion logo that says world champs selling all their, uh, lions, uh, lions, Rams gear. People all butthurt about it. I think it's great. I enjoy, uh, Bill writes, no other NFL fan base would tolerate this. Well, this is a very unique story. He adds all of you Detroit Rams fans, go get your championship gear. I'll take the hate heat for being wrong on Stafford but I would never wear this garbage. Why can't you just have fun? That That's my question. There's a uh, Photoshop of a banner that says, our old quarterback won a Super Bowl. And then it says, only in Detroit. It's just silly. Okay, that's all it is. People just want to have fun sometimes. Sometimes they just want to have Something to cheer about. And then Bill writes this 47 minutes ago. As stated last week on my statewide show. Oh my God. I wonder if you can hear the eye rolls. On my statewide show. And to the 1.7 million. He's all about the numbers. 1.7 million people who listen to my podcast. That's not true. Uh, there was 1.7 million downloads. That's a huge difference. Huge. It's a massive. That's the, the biggest difference. I said if Stafford won the Super Bowl in year one with the Rams, 
That would put him in the NFL Hall of Fame. He did it and earned it. Doesn't matter. You're still a pain in the ass. Hey, uh, hey, you're on live. Oh, man, that's great. I'm, I'm really happy to be on with everybody listening. It's a glorious morning. What is wrong with wearing a Detroit Rams oh, t-shirt? What it, why, why, why is, why Jesus can't, Christ. can't that just be, can't we have fun? Why, why do you uh, have to uh, ruin uh, everything? Uh, hold on, hold on, Zane. Everything you talk about is fun and not controversial. I get it. This is, that is a uh, exciting thing. I mean, Matt Stafford uh, is such thing. a, him you and his, hurt. it's not my fault that you hate his little girls and his wife. No, I don't. I said, hold on. I said kids before win. Oh, okay. You can. I won't. I've never ripped his family, uh, even though his wife has a big mouth. Oh, well, there you go. You just did it. You did. I didn't rip his daughters. I don't rip kids. Okay. Well, I think that you should get a Detroit Rams t-shirt for all of your non- this? For all of- Listen to me. As you, know a, where, you know where you can stick the Detroit Rams t-shirt? Listen, you idiot. There is- there, you, you have caused so much turmoil- you single-handedly made this all happen but when you started to uh, chirp about golf. You you deserve this. You deserve, after all deserve the, what? the- I was I was wrong on a prediction. I did not. Nobody no. got shot, killed, maimed. I wasn't a COVID super spreader. You, what the F? I, I was wrong <laughs> on a sports prediction. I even said Stanford belonged to the Hall of Fame after the game. But during the game, he started strong. He wasn't playing well until yeah, that yeah. last drive. You are well, Eddie. You are Eddie Haskell. That is who you are. Do you remember Eddie Haskell from the Leave It to Beaver? He'd always cause all that trouble. Oh, I loved. I, I love Beaver. You. <laughs> yes, I bet you do, William. I I I always used to tell my buddies in high school at Sparta. Just leave it to Beaver. Okay. Well, you know, Bill, you, this is a family show, Bill. I don't ever. Uh, oh, my God. Although this is a family show that doesn't cause turmoil. Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill, I, uh, I, honest, you, um, you giving you, all, all the fighting and, and giving, screaming at Lions fans for wearing it's the over. Stafford it's over shirts. Today. It's done. It's done. You know what? He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The year is over. It's done. I have I have no reason to talk about Matt Stafford again unless the Lions are playing the Rams or there's a headline that warrants yeah. it. This is you know, we he he shut everybody up with his drive, which was top five drives in NFL history and Super Bowl play. And he shut everybody up. He's got his ring. I was wrong. I will tell you that golf one day. We'll lead the Lions to a Super Bowl. Come on. I'm not going to go there just yet. Come on, man. Uh, maybe. I, you know, I, I can't rule that out either. I think Matt, I think Goff uh, ha, uh, is actually a very serviceable quarterback that if a team has more moving uh, parts that are excellent, like I think the Lions may have, depending on this upcoming draft. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't ever rule the lions out. I love them so much that I, you know, I think that Brad Holmes and Campbell are on the right track and they started to so perform better so at the end of the year. And I, I, I don't have a problem with them in any way. It really bothers me when people talk shit about the lions. I like the lions. So, you know what? And I, I think outside of Campbell 
being the play caller is my only question I have. I really think this offseason is going to be good. Stafford got his ring. Stafford had, you know, think about the pressure on him and why there was so much debate and why there is still a, a line in the sand where there's still people who, who don't like the Detroit Rams T-shirts like I don't. There are others who like it. These Lions fans are, are the most beat-down group of fans left in any sport uh, anywhere in the world. I don't even know if, uh, if there's another country that has fans right. as beat down as, well, maybe the Democratic Party right now. So I'll just go with, uh, <laughs> in sports, we'll go with the Lions are the most beat-down fans. Yeah. They're all fighting amongst each other. I mean, it, it's just, you know, to me... I, I really could take the arrows because it's a sports prediction. I didn't. I didn't say I want to go run a tank over his house. I didn't, you know, <laughs> uh, cause any harm. It was a no, no. sports prediction that I missed on. Yeah, freezing cold takes because you retweeted thirty times. <laughs> they retweeted my tweet. I don't care. I mean, I got a. There's a high school football coach. I don't follow him anymore from like Comstock Park. Really? All right, great. I, I don't follow you. Right. Um. All right, so you know, I I think that um, I think that ultimately it's uh, it. Stat, you talk about the pre- the uh, pressure on him. I mean, my it's God, done. It's if it's done, he ended it. Well, Eric, he, I think that he that ended uh, last night. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But I guess I was he just going to say any debate, any debate. I know it about Matt Stafford ended last night. He won a freaking Super Bowl. Right, right. Sure, I got an hour and thirty minutes sleep. Sure, I had to block probably. Uh, 18 to 2,200 people on Twitter and Facebook. Sure, I'm a little wound up, and I'm on like nine Diet Pepsis. But Matt Stafford ended the debate about whether he was good or great with what he did last night. He ended it. I thought the way he was playing and the the look he had, I'm saying if they don't win it, then I'm thinking I don't know if Stafford ever gets back there. And he did it, and he shut everybody up. And I can live with it. And I'll talk about it on the show today. But I'm not talking about Stafford anymore. Yeah. I, there's no reason to. You know, he shut me up. I think, I think the uh, the takeaway, the more important takeaway here is because, is that if he had lost, you would have been so insufferable. You would have been, you would have been absolutely, absolutely out of control. I'm so happy. Just so that. I thank God. I think God guided that football into the end zone. Because yes. If, if he did, if he would have thrown a pick on that final drive, I will say, Eric, with all honesty to your great, loyal base of over a million podcasts, two million podcasts, yeah, right. hits you get every month, whatever, <laughs> is that I'm going to tell you, I would have been on his ass all offseason. Yeah. And you know what? By him winning last night, he ended the debate. It was like a, it was a year-long, plus about, what, two weeks, three weeks, a year-long debate, and he ended it. And I'm willing to admit that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame based on the pressure on him to go to the second largest market. A team traded away a lot for him, even though the Lions haven't reaped the rewards of that, which is a whole nother conversation. And he he delivered. He delivered. That's why he was ecstatic. His children are playing in the ticker tape, uh, you know, celebration. He earned it. It's done. The debate is over. Matt Stafford, like Peyton Manning, went through this until he beat the uh, yeah, he beat the Bears and won that Super Bowl, is that there was like, oh, he has the shrugged shoulders. You know, he hasn't done squats since Tennessee. And look where Peyton Manning is now. Matt Stafford ended 
there will never be a debate about Matt Stafford again. There won't. He's got a Super Bowl ring. It shows, you know what is sad? What Stafford is able to do in a year with good team, good coaches around him, uh, and you watch 12 years in Detroit, and they had Calvin Johnson, and they had Adamican Sue. You know, you look at 12 years of Stafford, nine years of Calvin Johnson, 10 years of Barry Sanders, and the Lions had one win. What is good about Matt Stafford, not only winning for him and his family and his team, is that it put the Lions on the national stage about how freaking bad that franchise has been. <laughs> That's true. Billy, I love you. Thank you. I love you. This is the greatest podcast on earth, and if people aren't paying to listen, then they're stealing from you. Eric, thank you so much for retweeting Freezing Cold Takes 2,331 times. <laughs> I appreciate the loyalty and support. All right, buddy. Talk to you. I love your audience, too. You can hate me, but I still love you. Fair enough. Fair enough. He hangs up. All right, there you go. Boy, he gets wound up. Well, he owned it. I mean, you can't really uh, say he didn't own that uh, for being a total jackass. But he owned it. So what the hell, right? Yeah, I think that that was, uh, I I think our work is done. All right. Now we're back to... uh, Back to waiting for the draft. I'm very excited about that. I, don't, I won't bore you with any more football talk. Uh, did he say, though, he said everything except I was wrong? No, he said I was wrong. When he was talking, I heard him say it. Patreon, thank you to the uh, my newest member on Patreon that I saw on the overnight. Her name is Cheryl. S-H-A-R-Y-L. Thank you to Cheryl for uh, signing up for a year. She did it by the year, and uh, what was $60 is $54. I save you 10% when you sign up for a year. Uh, Starting to think about a new show. I'm not sure what, but I have an idea. I don't want to say it because... I usually get ahead of myself, say it, and then it never happens. That's hap- That's the Eric Zane show, broken promise guarantee. Say something, and then it doesn't happen. Uh, nearly every Zaniac can come up with an entire list of broken pro- promises, and they're all different. It's remarkable how many broken promises I have. Anyway, 15-plus hours of content each and every week per week. So for just 5 bucks a month, you're going to get that. Let me break that down. So if that, no, I don't want to do the math. It's cheap. Try it out. Put me on probation. Try it out for one month, five or 10 bucks a month. $5 is all the audio in the archive. 10 bucks is the audio, the video, the live streams, all that shit. Try it for one month. If you hate it, cancel it. No big deal. In fact, you can, you can try it for one day and go, God, I don't know why I did this. This sucks shit. You cancel it. And you, you got the rest of the month. You've paid for the month. It's not like I make it so you, you can't access it anymore after that but if you like it you can either let it ride or convert it to a yearly if you like plenty of options for you but look at my hair oh my god look at that you can actually see it's thinning on top you can see my scalp my hair is thinning god please don't let that happen all right 
Thank you if you've been on Patreon in the past. I would love you if you uh, signed up again, but uh, I love you that you were on it at one point. Or if you're new, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zink. Okay, uh, it is Valentine's Day. This is National Donor Day as well with Gift of Life. Gift of Life Michigan uh, asked me if I wanted to be the media ambassador for them. They said, you know, you talk to people each and every day and you are a kidney donor. You would be ideal for this. And so I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my God, um, I just got a text during the show from my pal Jeffrey, who has my kidney. Uh, Gift of Life, though, is more about uh, you filling out your donor card. That is the number one goal of Gift of Life Michigan. I did live donation, which, of course, is part of the whole uh, uh, donation process uh you know tree of giving here is uh whether you've passed or you're still alive but what they're focusing on is if you in the unlikely event that something happens to you where uh you you know head off to that great big football stadium in the sky uh, please leave your don't leave your organs donate them uh, you can save eight lives okay with your organs and you can dramatically improve the lives of like 150 more people with tissue and cornea donations. Okay? So absolutely important. Leave it all. Fill out your donor card in the state of Michigan on the back of your driver's license or click on the Gift of Life logo at my website, ericzangshow.com. And that will take you to the site and you can uh, click on a few things. And the next thing you know, you're a registered donor. Something bad happens to you. Um, that's what they will do. And then someone somewhere around here is going to get a phone call. We've got a heart for you. We've got a kidney for you. We've got lungs for you. We've got a liver for you. I know that sounds incredibly odd to think that you had gone and passed away. But, I mean, leave that stuff, you know? You don't need it. Um, being that it is National Donor Day, I did an interview that I'm going to post a little bit later on today. I'm going to put it on YouTube and then link it up on Twitter. And uh, it is with a fantastic couple here in West Michigan who met through organ donation. Uh, the lady in the group, um, she donated her liver. And the gentleman, and I'm sorry, she did not donate. She received a liver donation. And the dude, he got a heart donation. So their lives were saved. They met and then became friends. And now they're married. And then they took their passion and have created a nonprofit called the Transplant House. Because they realized that all of the um, moving and driving to locations concerning, uh, uh, you know, getting family in town for their donations. There's a huge expense. So what the transplant house does is it, you know, provides a place, a hub where people can meet and stay while the loved one is getting a transplant. Okay. So I'm going to bring them on and I will post that interview a little bit later on today. Okay. All right. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Thank you to Gift of Life for being part of this show. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. E-R Vines. Irvines.com. So, if um, you need anything at all to keep your vehicle on the road, scheduled maintenance, or maybe, uh, hey, there's something wrong and I got to get this fixed right now, I'm encouraging you to reach out to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, servicing any domestic, Asian, or European model car, hybrid, EV, you name it, they can help you at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Find them online, ervines.com. They are in West Michigan. Uh, So, you know, if you're way outside of West Michigan, obviously it's not going to work for you. But if you are in the West Michigan area, take your car to Irvine's. You're helping out a sponsor, which helps me out. Please mention my name when you bang on their door over at Irvine's. Awesome. Thank you so much. And then, of course, my uh, pals at Horizon Hydroponics. Time is running short. Breaks my heart. After two years, more than two years, our pals at Horizon Hydroponics are moving on. This is a rare thing for your old pal, Eric Zing, that a sponsorship is ending. Now I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that there'll be a large influx of business coming their way online that can save it. But I've been told in no uncertain terms. Thank you, but we're moving on. We did not get the response that we've wanted with the coupon code Zane Show at checkout. That's how they track it. And I'm like, well, track. There's nothing I can do about that. But in the next 14 days, I'll be talking about Horizon Hydroponics. And now's the time to buy. Because if they suddenly see Zane, Zane Show, Zane Show, Zane Show, who knows? Anything can happen. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. They will ship your grow products anywhere in the U.S. for free. If your order is over $150, that used to be $250, but they've made it $150, so that's awesome. Uh, use your coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout, and you will save 10%. That's uh, that's how they track it, and it saves you money. So if you're thinking about buying, do it, and off you go. If you're local to West Michigan, Lansing, or Kalamazoo, you can buy it online and pick it up if you like. You can still get the savings of 10%. With the coupon code Zane Show at checkout. Thank you very much to Horizon Hydroponics for your patronage over the last two years. I don't want you to leave, but they might be taken off on us. Okay. This weekend, uh, Zaniac Allison and her husband Brad called on your old pal Eric Zane. 
because it's Brad's birthday. And what they did was they called upon affordable limousine and party bus. And first they asked me, hey, are you available on the 12th of February? And I go, yeah, sure. Why? What's up? Well, we, we want you to drive us around in limousine. I'm like, oh, well, that's a, that's a great idea. Where, where are we going? Now, these two are huge wrestling fans. I mean, they love it. And like their favorite thing to do is go to the local, the local wrestling event. Okay. So I've had these folks on the podcast before. IPW. Um, what is that? Independent. Independence Pro Wrestling. And they do shows uh, here in West Michigan, maybe down in Kalamazoo. They've got a little territory that they're in. And so they've been doing this more and more. Now, uh, I'm telling you, man, this is so much fun. So I picked them up, the folks up in Holland. There's uh, uh, six, eight people that are in the car. Take them to this place called Vandermill's uh, Vandermill cider brewing or Vandermill brewing or something like that. They specialize in a particular brand of hard cider that they make right there at the facility in Grand Rapids. Well, that's where they have the wrestling in or wrestling as they say. And they set up the ring in an area that is, uh, where they actually make the brew. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's actually pretty great because they've got all the chairs around the uh, ring and you see these big vats and shit and, and, and wood, wood kegs where they put the brew. And uh, all right, great. So now I've been to this before. This was the one where I was at in the summertime with Ben Glay, Stu McAllister, and Allison and her husband Brad. Um, and Rico and Jeremy were there too. This is the one where that little shit Keith Cream, that's right, his name is Keith Cream, uh, gave me all sorts of shit and worked me into the act and sat on my lap and rubbed his greasy ass on my lap. It was horrible. It was incredible. It was great, great fun. Um, I don't know about that part being great fun, but it was it was hilarious. So, all right. Now, I get there. Stu sees me. I don't see Stu. Stu takes a picture of me where I've got my uh, my overcoat on. I'm dressed in, as my gay magician outfit. You know, I have to dress professionally to take my, uh, my, my customers around. So I go and I sit next to Stu. All right. We had the fucking time of our lives, man. Oh, Jesus. Was that awesome? Uh, some hilarious heckling went on. Uh, I'll actually, I actually have audio of the heckling and video that I'm going to show you. But first of all, let's get into this. Um, from the event, these are images from Stu's Instagram. Okay, you can see the in the background, these are the bay doors. You know, this is really low-level independent wrestling. And I guess, I don't know what the fuck, this guy is some type of champ. And he ended up wrestling, wrestling in the main event. I ended up having to leave before the main event to go warm the car up. So I didn't actually see this guy, but he came out early. and uh, Or maybe he, this is when he won the belt. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. This guy, yeah, he's some heel that jumped into the ring as a guest referee and fixed the match. He's a real asshole. This guy in the background here looks like he's getting ready to do a TED Talk. That's what he, that's what he wrestles in. I forget his name. Something, uh, 
His, uh, his gimmick is he's successful. It's the dumbest shit ever. He, he goes there and acts like he's rich as shit. And he dresses like this. That's supposed to indicate that he's rich. I'm serious. That's his gimmick. He's, and then he's, he screams at people. He goes success. That's his thing. Derek Wolf. Is that it? Thank you. Derek Wolf. He like screams success. He's a huge asshole, man. This guy is a dick. Okay, this heroin addict, there's me shooting video. More on that in a second. Um, I forgot this heroin addict's name. Is it Stench or Stank or something like that? Here's all the barrels from the brewery. I, I forget. He comes out to like a ZZ Top song. He's like a total hillbilly. He was wrestling success guy. Joey, what the fuck is that guy's name? Felix. Felix is his name. So uh, his gimmick is that everybody loves him and he's on heroin. Okay. Look at this. Look at this guy's dick. Stu took this picture. This is incredible. By the way, see this lady in the background? She is the hottest chick there. Okay. And then uh, here's this guy's button mushroom dick wow look at that little pecker this is keith cream fuck that is horrible those shorts what he he should tape that thing to his chode or something my god is that hysterical so that's keith cream's dick this is some guy um Swamp man or swamp thing or something like that. He's gross. Everybody loves him. This is success guy again. Uh, polishing his, um, look, he's got like cash in his, in his, uh, in his coat. This is part of our group right here. This lady right here eating the popcorn. I think she got drunk as hell. This guy, Stu calls yak man. I don't know who he is, but he sure looks intimidating. He wrestles that, that mask on Jesus. Fuck, I hope those are, are like bendable because that would suck if they were solid. He comes out with the chains. He ended up choking um, Hillbilly Swamp Man with these chains. There's a it's go, Josh, go. Okay? You notice in the foreground here, this guy's hat. That is standard attire for anybody at this wrestling event. All these kids, every kid you see here is going to wind up on drugs. And then there's me in my limo. Stu took the pick. That's fun. That's it. That's all Stu has to offer. Okay. Now I'm going to show you uh, a little bit from the video that I shot. Okay. This is the match between success guy, Derek Wolf, and Felix, the heroin junkie. This match, as I understand it, uh, they start the match and they put a dumpster, a garbage dumpster, a plastic like waste management can in the ring. And in order to win the match, you got to throw the guy into the dumpster. So, you know, you can't pin him. You got to get him in the dumpster. And there was one part of the match where Felix, the heroin addict, 
he went to go pin Derek Wolf. He had the match won. And they go, no, idiot. It's not a it's you it's not a pin. You gotta put him in the fucking dumpster. Uh, a lot of people said, yeah, you should have had dumpster divers sponsored. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Okay. So he fucks that up. And then the match leaves the ring. They actually go outside of the ring. And guess where they wound up? They wound up being right by your pal Eric Zane. Now, Stu and I are, I'm like cracking jokes throughout the whole thing. See this guy right here? Oh, no, he's putting him in the dumpster, Stu. Out the dumpster! You see? Success guy. So success guy is like, all right, Derek Wolfs. They're going, come on, Felix, let's go. Oh, no. What the fuck is wrong with me? What am I doing here? Oh, no. All of a sudden, Derek almost goes in the dumpster, but no. Ah. Okay, so this stupid shit goes on for a little while. Joey Williamson is there. He thinks it's all real. By the way. (laughs) <laughs> this event was a um a fundraiser um to for awareness for what is ailing our pal Joey Williamson um CHD as it's uh known and I I'm pretty sure that that stands for congenital heart disease and there's a lot of things can fall under the umbrella of congenital heart disease. And Joey uh, is stricken with something that is under that umbrella. He has had a, a, uh, a tons of surgeries and has to un- undergo, oh my God, uh, been th- to hell and back dealing with this. So uh, they decided to make the uh, event part fundraiser for CHD and and one of the greatest moments in heel history took place at this wrestling event, not associated with this match between the heroin addict and success guy. It was these two little shits. And the the face, the baby face, the good guy, he like swings this, this baton around. He'll hit you with it. But he didn't use it in the match. And he's like way athletic, but he's a little shit. Okay? Um he starts his match talking about not only is this uh, uh, for our, our, our warrior pal, uh, Joey Williamson, but I lost a loved one, um, a beautiful friend of mine, young lady, to this exact thing who died like a year ago. And so everybody's like, fuck, there was a guy crying, okay, and uh, ringside. And I don't know if he was related to um, the, the, the young lady that this dude mentioned or what, but, uh, he, he started to weep. And, um, so then the heel comes out and I don't know who the fuck the heel is, but the heel comes out and he interrupts him because, yeah, you know what? I don't believe in any of this bullshit. Fuck this. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And here's the thing. There's kids everywhere in this place. And I heard so many, yeah, shut the fuck ups during this thing. I was like, oh my God, holy shit. 
Jason Snarkily writes, it was his sister, wife, aunt. God, man. The face was Alex Weir. The heel was Adam Wick. Wick comes out and he's another little shit. And he's like, yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> God, it was terrible timing. But I mean, I loved it. I thought that was fantastic. So those two went and they had a match and it was actually excellent. Um, you know, again, these guys are, de- this is developmental wrestling, but I, I got nothing but good things to say about it. I know I was entertained. I had a fucking great time. I was sad. I had to leave, uh, back to the match between, um, the heroin addict, Felix, the heroin addict and success guy, Derek Wolf. Got the chair? Okay. I'm going to bump around. Okay, Felix getting stuffed in. Oh, no. Can't get him in. Okay, now he didn't even hit him there. Did you see that? He didn't even hit him. Oh, no. He's throwing him in there, and then success guy throws like a punch. He just spanked him. Kind of missed him there. It was an ass shot. Ah! Okay, now I'm going to fast forward. See this guy right there? Standing right in front of me? He stood in front of me the whole match. And uh, some of the folks from my group, which are in the background, they're like, you want us to tell him the move? I go, I don't worry about it. He's having a good time. This is probably the the most fun this guy is going to have for the rest of his life. Oh, hit him with a cab! Okay, now watch this. Felix, the heroin addict, is going to go up top. And then I like how I like how uh, success guy positions the can in front of him and hangs on to it. Oh, my God. I like how he was holding it. <laughs> Stu thinks this guy's on crack. <laughs> heroin addict. USA. Come on! Okay. Now, at this point in the match... Shit, what the hell just happened? USA. Come on! Okay, so you see success guy. He makes sure Felix is looking. He's just walking away. He's kind of like, oh, he's like dejected, you know? And, uh... All, all the fans are screaming and yelling, USA, USA, for no apparent reason. Oh, God. He's frustrated. He's bleeding. He's bleeding. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here comes Felix, and he's right next to me. Look at these kids. These kids are going to go on to earn an upwards uh, average of $6,000 a year for their entire lives. Oh, no. So, so this is right in front of us. Okay? This is incredible. Watch this. Oh! <laughs> he hit him with a garbage. Got the garbage. Now look, he's just bending over. He's just doing nothing but bending over. What are you doing, man? Yeah, that's right. Okay, now watch this. He picks him up and then like does nothing with him. I think at this point he picked him up 
and either wanted to fuck them or uh, throw them on the ground or throw them on the hood of the car, the classic car, but then he thought better of it. Okay, now wait a minute. Now. You see this? Okay. This is the other side of the brewery. Dude is reaching into this container slash dumpster. Success guy, his finishing move, because he's rich and famous, is to hit his opponent with an iPad. I'm not even kidding. So every match, he hits somebody with an iPad. And so, sure enough, Felix is going to, to, to hurt him. And guess what? Dude's got an iPad. He's got to hit him with the iPad. Oh, no. That's a, his finishing. He had planted it in the dumpster. Oh, he got the iPad. Oh. But Felix blocks it. And look at Okay, so Felix, the crack addict, says, I won because he went in the dumpster. Holy fuck! Look at this guy. So then I, I wandered over to the dumpster. Look at you! Look at you, you dumb bitch! You really got fucked up! You got knocked the fuck up! Get in there, you dumb whore! You stupid! You fat fuck! <laughs> So then Stu's over there, and supposedly what happened next wasn't on camera, but um, <laughs> the one of the people who works at Vandermill Cider really was pissed off because they were in his dumpster. And he's like, why are you in my dumpster? And the guy's sitting there laying there. He's still in character. And... uh uh, he's like, well, come on, man. I'm fucking I'm doing a bit here. And the guy from the, uh, from the brewer brewery was pissed off that he was doing it and in the fucking thing. And then he, he just got out of it and he walked away and then that was it. And it just, it's ridiculous though. Okay. Let me just, let me use words that I feel describe this, uh, fun and stupid. That's it. This is stupid fun. Fun, stupid. They're interchangeable. Interchangeable. It's just dumb. Okay? I can't say enough about how much fun I had. Um, yes, they swear in front of the kids. But trust me, you know, they hear that when they're at home, when the mom and dad is looking at their pile of bills, which is $30,000, and their income, which is $200. So this is the best it's going to get for all of these audience members. All right? Absolutely the best. So just let them have fun and don't judge these hicks. Okay? It's the fucking best. You got uh, a guy screaming at people, telling them to go fuck themselves after there's a big uh, moment where they're talking about a person who just died. That is absolutely perfect. I love it so much. Kenny says, Kenny's judging. Now, Kenny, 
look, dude, you beat off to the Mandalorian. How can you say that this is not good or not enjoyable? I mean, we know what the fuck you do in your home. You play stand-up video games and masturbate to the book of Boba Fett. So shut the fuck up. Joey Williamson, who this was all, it was all involved. Joey was involved with everything from Hollywood's world of sports, being that he uh, is, he has, um, uh, is, is afflicted with uh, what they were trying to raise money for, congenital heart disease. Uh, next show in Grand Rapids is April 23rd. Let me check my calendar. Uh, make see if I'm uh, available. Okay. March, April 23rd. Okay. Um, might be going up north. I'm not sure. If I'm not going up north, I am going to this. All right. So that was spectacular. I uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you to Allison and Brad for uh, letting me ferry them about, squire them about in the limousine, and uh, buying my ticket. That was uh, that was excellent. All right. So wrestling over the weekend with Stu. I want to remind you that the sponsors keep the free podcast free. If it weren't for the free uh, the sponsors, and you know, I uh, wouldn't be able to do this. I'd be selling cars or something like that. So thank you to them. If you could. Uh, please engage them whenever possible. Specifically this time around, tag accounting. Tis the season. Um, thank you to, um, I just got the uh, Boyd, in fact, in Indiana, just uh, banged on the door of tag accounting and is uh, having his uh, personal tax return done by Troy. 616-301-9516. This allows you to skip the whole long drawn out weekend long process of getting all your records together and crunching the numbers and stressed out white knuckling it trying to remember if you're getting all the uh, changes to the tax code um, to make sure that you're be able to get all the money that you're entitled to I mean that can be did I do it right that uncertainty I mean my god wouldn't it be great to just throw a hundred bucks at Troy and say, yeah, man, do my taxes. You upload all your documents via his online portal from no matter where you are in the United States. Uh, and, and then it's done. The money shows up in your account. Your return is finished. Call TAG Accounting, 616-301-9516. Or you can email them. All the information is at their website, tagcpa.net. You can click on their logo at ericsaintshow.com. It'll take you right to his page. And all the contact info is there. Just reach out. Say my name. That's all you got to do. Barbara will schedule you and make sure everything is taken care of. You, They're in charge. Your taxes are done as soon as you make the phone call. Okay? And screw the Intuit TurboTax bullshit where they're trying to tell you that it's free. Fucking what a scam. Plus all the time you have putting all those numbers in. Forget it. Okay? Just have Troy do it. Make the phone call. One conversation. Taxes done. Thank you. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan is where we meet. To have burgers, to have drinks, not me, but you do. Uh, Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, part of Terra Square. Find them online. Just search Bosco's Pub or just go to boscospub.com. The burgers are amazing. The food is fantastic. The drinks are stiff. Uh, Beer on tap. Everything is fantastic. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Thank you to them for being a sponsor of the show. That's where we gather when we're on the west side of GR. 
or Grand Rapids, I guess. West side of uh, town. Between Holland and Grand Rapids in Hudsonville, Michigan. We meet there once every month, maybe every uh, six weeks. And uh, we got to schedule another one. Okay. Um, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. He, you know, each time I talk about this, I'll talk about uh, a certain thing that he specializes in. It could be uh, uh, Medicare, could be um, a supplemental health insurance policy, could be Obamacare, could be life insurance. I want to focus on Medicare. If you are getting close to turning 65, you're going to retire, let's say. Um, If you're doing that, you will then be getting your health insurance from the Medicare program, which you pay your whole life for with your paycheck. And it's terrific insurance. But there is a wrong way to do it. The wrong way to do it is if you make sure, if you do it all yourself, you know, you do all the paperwork, the legwork, the box checking, the uh, website information gathering, and it's a pain in the ass. And you can screw it up. Like my brother-in-law, the NFK, he had the wrong insurance with his policy. That's because we didn't have the NFK. Thank God. I mean, we didn't have uh, Frank Fuss. Thank God Frank set him up um, heading into 2022 with everything he needed for his health insurance policy through Medicare. He is a Medicare Advantage plan expert, and he will not let you down, and his services are free. 616-914-4070. Now, this process works like this. This is very important. Call or text that number, 616-914-4070. Text him or call him and then say, Eric Zane sent me. I need help with whatever. Health insurance, Medicare, Obamacare, uh, supplemental health insurance policy. He'll take care of the rest. That's all you got to do. You miss any of the info about my sponsors, just reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll point you in the right direction. Okay. I, uh, I have a bone to pick with Zaniacs. Now, this one in particular, I can't be too upset about because I've done this. And I'm not upset about it. I rolled my eyes. I was like, son of a bitch. Well, I got back from um, limo work on Saturday from wrestling. And I, uh, I'm i sitting there having my midnight uh, bowl of Raisin Bran cereal, getting ready for nighty night. And Patriot Nick says, get on the Zoom. Now, what he means by that, in case you don't know, uh, these, the Zaniacs have become quite close. We're all pretty tight in the, in, you know, like friends and they get together on a zoom call and crack jokes and get drunk and act like assholes and have fun. They do it every weekend. Okay. And, uh, so that's cool. People from all different parts of the country. Uh, and then that's it. So they're always wanting me to get on it. And I'm like, ah, fuck that. I am going to bed. You guys do this at a time. I'm you, if if it hadn't been for limo work or a hockey game, I'm in bed at 8.30. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit if baby Jesus is on the Zaniac Zoom. I'm going to bed. Fuck off. So Nick sends me uh, a heads up. He says, hey, I see, uh, I see you're up. Why are you up? Get on the Zoom. And I'm like, first of all, how the fuck do you know I'm up? Stand by. Just heard something. I was like, what the hell is that? I think it's O'Neill snoring. So then I'm like, how the fuck do you even know that I'm up? And then he says, there's a green dot. 
next to your uh, name on Facebook. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Well, that's horrible. That's a bad feeling. I'm like looking around for cameras in the household or something like that. And I go, oh. <clears throat> and then I'm like, I'm, I'm going to bed. I'll be in bed shortly. And then all of a sudden, uh, I go upstairs to the bathroom and um, my phone vibrates and it's a, a text message from sick fuck Dean. Uh, his d- 100-year-old degenerate ass has sent me a uh, pic of a black man's very stiff penis. And, I mean, I cannot believe that a penis can actually get that big. I'm like, is that Photoshopped? It looked ridiculous. I couldn't believe the size of this penis. And I was like, oh, my God. So uh, I delete it, and then I blocked him so that uh, and I eventually unblocked him probably a bad idea because he's just a, he's just a fucking idiot. Um, and so then second passes and then I get more, more penis picks. Um, Nick has sent me the same thing, a collage of various, various colored penises. And then Jessica sends me one too. Um, so now that's apparently what's going on. And then I'm like annoyed as shit. And then I'm like, well, you can't be annoyed because you did the same thing a week earlier to Ben Glaze. You sent actually pictures of your own dog's penis to him. And I go, all right, fine. I get it. So I didn't say anything. I just deleted them, put the phone on. Do not disturb. Went to bed. That was it. Next day, Nick wakes up. And he's like, Hey, sorry about that. We were getting off the rails. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't care. It's fine. It's all fair. I don't have a problem with any of that. I do, I, I will admit, I, I've actually talked with uh, Dean about this before, about the whole uh, my daughter's thing. I actually wish he would stop that. Um, I, I'm like, yeah, you know, just whatever. You got this hilarious thing going with Diana, but, they, you know, I'm going to have to, again, give you a brushback pitch about my daughters. Stop making jokes about my daughters because if I don't get out in front and say, stop making jokes about my daughters, you're going to say it on a public forum. And she, one of them is going to see it. And they honestly, I'm not even kidding. Don't like it. Um, as hilarious as you may think it is, and it may be funny. And I, if it were just me, I would understand it, but they actually don't like it. So you might want to just, uh, Remove that one from your repertoire of trolling because uh, you're making them very uncomfortable. So just FYI, I want to dial it back a little. Just a, a gentle reminder that eh, I would, I just wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bring it up about the daughters. Just eh, go ahead and, and do all the fun stuff with Diana. She laughs about it. Ah, ha, ha, that's good. Send me some penis pics. Uh, okay, I'm fine. You can send me the penis pics, but I don't know. If you want to do reference the daughters anymore, they, they don't seem to be as receptive as the queen of the forest and finding it hilarious and fine. In fact, they said, we don't like it, dad. We, we just don't like it. So I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm just letting you know how they feel about it. So I want to scale that one back. Not sure which one of you sick bastards decided because, uh, the next day I uh, saw a notification on um, Facebook, one of you decided to grab a video 
based on the joking we did about the story about Ben Glaze on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast making the unbelievable announcement that he has actually uh, put some of his male reproductive material into his mouth and tasted it. That's horrible. Unbelievable. I cannot. And he said it so calmly. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Who hasn't? And then everybody's hands went up and said, none of us have. And he's like, oh, so I'm the only one who has tasted his own semen. And he's like, we're like, yeah, it apparently is. Um, One of you took that reference and decided on the Zaniacs United Facebook page, which is a place to go there and, you know, troll people and have a good time and laugh, decided it would be a good idea to put a picture of, well, not a picture, a video from a family that was at one of those nature reserves or whatever, and a wild chimpanzee jumped onto their vehicle and then proceeded to whip out his crank. It's already out. Well, it got very, very stiff and then repeatedly uh, touched himself until uh, some of the reproductive, well, all of the reproductive material in the balls of the uh, simian creature came flying out of it and then the monkey ate it. And you guys think that that's a good thing and that, yeah, hey, it's Eric's name. I It's two things I hate on Zaniacs United. Uh, and uh, fucking COVID is a hoax, anti-COVID shot memes and monkeys masturbating and eating the material. You guys, I saw that and I was like, okay, I can't have my name associated with this. This is fucking terrible. I actually went as an admin and removed the post. Come on. What the fuck? Holy shit. Absolutely horrible. Man, you know, to me, it all boils down to, it's like I'm uh, dealing with a bunch of school-age children sometimes on there. Ugh. Nick says just because you hate them doesn't mean they aren't true or funny. Well, <clears throat> to an idiot like you, I would imagine you would think that they are true and funny. But to a normal human being who thinks, you know, big picture and has uh, more intelligence than you, no, I don't think so. So I got rid of that shit. If we could on Zaniacs United, if we could uh, inv- uh, avoid showing pictures, videos of animals masturbating and then eating it. Ugh. Yeah, I, 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 uh, Sarah says, I mean, it was disgusting, but I couldn't look away. I can look away. I, I, I would like it very much if those types of things would not be on there. My God. Now, look at Nick is saying, yeah, this idiot flew over a thousand miles to see another idiot. Well, that's your own damn fault. I didn't make you do that. Dumbass. John says, is the eating the issue? No more. I don't want to have a discussion with you as to what is the issue. If you idiots can't figure it out, well, you're fucking stupid. My God. Yeah. Yeah. It might be time for me to like shut Zaniacs United down completely if we start seeing animals uh, masturbating further. 
on the site. My God, that was absolutely the worst. Kenny says, so it's okay to talk about it on the podcast, but not the Facebook group. Um, well, I didn't, well, me being astonished that Ben does that sort of thing is a little bit different, Kenny, but I expect someone as stupid as you to not be able to tell the difference. This coming from a guy who takes all of his tax money and buys video games and then gets pissed off when he has to give the video games back. I expect nothing less from a moron like you. Stupid bastard. All right. Yeah, man, I got all this money from the government. Let's go buy video games. Oh, no, they want it back. (laughs) Idiot. Holy shit. All right. That's where I stand on that. This show is quickly coming to an end, and thank God, now I'm in a bad mood. If you want to become a sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast, send me an email, eric at ericzanecho.com. I'll tell you all about it, and it might be just what the doctor ordered. Unless if you are Horizon Hydroponics. God, that bumps me out. TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Book a party at TC Paintball. And I'm telling you, it'll be so much fun. Workplace team building. The kids in the neighborhood. The dads, the bachelor parties, whatever it may be, tcpaintballgr.com. Bennett Flooring Installation. They're installing the floor in your home. 616-318-0167. The way you do it, you rip up the old stuff yourself. You buy the new stuff at Johnson Carpet One Floor at Home Discount Outlet, and then they install it for you. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet on Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan. If you are in the immediate area, this is where you need to get your flooring. It is priced dirt cheap because they buy it in bulk and then they put it into the discount outlet. This is a huge warehouse on Chicago Drive right behind Little Caesars. Kent, drop the E at a U, runs the discount outlet. You need to buy it there. Take take my word for it. If when it comes to buying flooring, this stuff is priced remarkably cheap. The best brands, the best, most popular styles of any type of flooring available for you at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. All right. I got a few more wrapping up the show. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need anything at all, for a uh, furnace, heating, cooling, after-hour service call, you name it, A&E, heating and cooling. Blue Frost IT, tech inside of the workplace, you need a tech upgrade, don't just go and buy it off the shelf. Get a complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT in West Michigan, 616-285-50. And then finally, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. You need a uh, mortgage, a refi. Call upon Mario, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you so much. Okay. We've got the asshole of the day. Who's it going to be? The Super Bowl. The commercials. The halftime show sucked. 
The Rams coming back to life after Huge started tweeting about them. Huge owns it and says, hell yeah, I was wrong. That is a remarkable thing. I cannot believe he actually said I was wrong. What a weekend. Penis pictures from the Zaniacs. Dean being gross. Not to mention a horrible video on Zaniacs United. Wrestling over the weekend. All right. Asshole of the Day is brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. I have the Patreon coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about India Ari. This is the lady who called out Joe Rogan um, for his uh, saying that all black people are apes and his N-word supercut. Again, I still kind of uh, cannot believe he survived that, and that is proof that cancel culture is now over. If you can get away with that, it's it's ended. That is the big kahuna. No one will be canceled going forward. That's probably a good thing. He is a he's the pioneer. It is it is a good thing now. Joe Rogan should do another video, uh, congratulating himself for ending cancel culture and saying that it was a good move. He would say it, not me about what he did. Um, India Ari is back, and she has made an announcement about all of that that I think might surprise you, but not really. So I'll talk about that. Uh, There is another QAnon kook in the news. These people drive me nuts. I cannot stand them. You remember the Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins? Raise your hand if you missed the story that they changed their name. I know I did. They're now known as the Washington Commanders. Okay, so that's it. And I have a story about that. Let me just say, for the record, I love that name. That's a great name. You're in the nation's capital, Commander-in-Chief. It wouldn't it, If they were called the Washington Commanders-in-Chief, or commander in chiefs, that wouldn't work. So that's where the commander of the United States uh, is. This is a great name. One person is not happy with it, and I don't understand why. Also, the leader of a famous international child pornography uh, ring uh, is in prison or was in prison in Michigan till late last week. And I am connected to this person in a weird way. I am not even fucking kidding you. In a way, I am connected with an international child pornography ringleader in prison or was in prison for the rest of his life. He is no longer in prison. And I cannot wait to tell you this story. It blew my mind. A very cosmic thing that happened. The asshole of the day is whoever posted the monkey video on Zaniacs United. My God, you sick fuck. Absolutely horrible. The absolute worst. I am so disappointed with whoever posted the monkey video. Unbelievable. So there you go. That is your asshole of the day. So that's going to do it for today. 
I appreciate you as always. And that's going to do it. His name is Alan Varga. Yeah, give him a warning, Andrea. Tell him no more monkeys eating their jizz videos. Okay, have a good one, folks. I'll talk to you on Patreon. Till then, bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.